Quick editor's note before we start the episode, this episode is really long, so I hope you're into that. Also, at one point I keep referring to something as a song, when it's clearly just an advertisement, and in the advertisement there's like four bars of music, but if you close your eyes and imagine, you could pretend that it might be a song, even though it's not, and I just keep referring to them as songs, even though they're advertisements. Anyways, I don't know why I was insecure about that while I was editing. Enjoy this episode. Have a nice time. I know, I know you're not allowed to touch people anymore ever again, um, but I feel like in awkward situations, you should be able to just like fill your hand with hand sanitizer, like get a good puddle going and just like yeah. slap people. <laughs> Cause it's, I was going to say it's arguably sanitary, but not, no, it's, it's, <laughs> don't hit people. Or do. Oh, oh, I don't know. know. Whatever. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host with the most, your ghost with the most, your one and only pepperoni. And joining me, as always, via satellite, the sleepy, sultry, sultan of tired boy. Sentai. Tony, did you want to say hello to the people? <laughs> Hey everybody, how's it going? How they're, are you? They're great. They're doing good. Excellent. Good. We just woke up um, canonically in this uh, since it's the morning. Good morning. Yeah. 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 Let's go with that. Yeah, you're listening to this storyline wise. I just woke up. Yeah, I think like the, I don't know. This usually goes live around noon, so it's actually it's COVID time. So you're probably just waking up. Yeah. Because everyone's in lockdown. If you're a good boy, you're in lockdown. You should all be good boys. Everyone stay in your fucking bunkers. Don't you dare come out of your bunker. Stay in your fucking bunkers. <laughs> and if you do, and someone's mean to you, you fill your hand with hand sanny. And you just, you tell them what's you tell up. Them, you tell them to stay back as you hold out a slippery palm towards them. Because you're, you're a raider now. Mm-hmm. You're, um, you gotta take back the... Fallen? I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know where I'm going with this. Let's just go with that. <laughs> it was a swing and a miss. Your hands were all like oh my god, I slip, am... slippery with sanitizer and the bat just yeah. swung out of your hands. When I was a kid playing t-ball, uh, I went I went to hit the t-ball and I threw the bat over my shoulder like I saw the baseball men do on the TVs and it yeah. just nailed the bat catcher in the face. Kid, Good thing he was wearing a fucking cage i don't think he was because there's no pitcher because it's t-ball why is there a back catcher in t-ball maybe it was just why is there a pitcher in t-ball maybe it was just the kid like behind me who was going to be up to bat next for the t-ball also what are you doing playing t-ball as a 20 something yes year old man (laughs) (laughs) fucking going in and beaning kids in the skull (laughs) just a 30 year old dude cranking out t-balls and chucking bats (laughs) behind his back and Wailing little kids. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. T ball is the same was. as tether ball, right? That's what the T stands for. No. Oh shit! Right. I always get those no. confused. Letters that start with T and are loose <laughs> baseballs. You, you kept bringing, you kept bringing bats to the fucking tether ball games. Oh no no no! no. Tether ball. That's different. Tether ball is like the pole with the. Yeah. What's the okay? What's the one where it's like, it's baseball but for tiny babies. And, like, the ball is on the tee. It's still the thing. 
but there's still like a rope connected. It's like uh, which I th- one's that one? I think that's just like a pras- a practice rig for <laughs> t-ball. Oh shit! I don't think that's a real game. I think that's just like this is so you can play and practice your swings and not have to run and go get the ball after. Oh okay. I mean that makes way more sense. Did they put did they put you in a jersey and tell you it was a sport when you were a boy? That would explain a lot of sports for me. <laughs> They're like, yeah, Tony, this is a sport. Just go go do that by just, yourself. Just leave us the fuck alone. Just go do this. <laughs> yeah, being a kid's awful. Oh my god, yeah, I would not want to do that again. No. But being Especially a gr- no. Fuck. Mm. Fuck that. So I went out into the world um, today for my, my weekly grocery shop. Uh, I leave the house about once a week. I go get all my groceries and I come home and I don't leave for a full week because that's what a good boy do on a, on a quarantine. Um, and I was like, mm, I'm feeling a little toyish. I'm feeling like toy, toys are cool. Um, and Canadian Tire is a painfully Canadian store. That's a hardware store, but um, hardware stores are an essential service here, so they're still open so you can buy hardware items, um, but they have a toy section. So That's right. I was picking up some stuff for the garden, and I was like, mm, I'm going to wet my whistle. I'm going to get in here. I'm going to fill my boots. Pardon me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I decided to, to check out the toy aisle, and much to their credit, like... This, the aisles, at a glance, appeared quite stocked. Like, okay. all of the product was flush. It looked beautiful. And I was like, ah, toy aisle. Here we come. It was pretty, pretty barren. There was, shit. There, was pretty, there was pretty much nothing. Like, one rack was all the entire... Like, the entire thing was just one box of the same Nerf gun. Like, to oh, make a cool. facade. Like, the shelf was full. And, like, yeah. good, good for them. You gotta keep up appearances. But, like, I mean, they they had some Lego stuff and whatnot, but nothing really jumped out at me, and there was, like, little to no Star Wars stuff, and then, like, a handful of Fortnite figures. But they had, like, two very out-of-place boxes of, okay. I think it was called Dragon Brick, or Dragon Block, and it's, like, fake Lego, but it was, like, throwback Lego Pirates, Pirates era Lego recreations in, like, Jangbrick. Or not Jangbrick. What's the other company called? Oh, shit. Like, um... Shinbrick. What was it? Shitty brick. No, it was, uh... Not Blocktech. Fuck. What was it? I think they... Whatever company it is, I think they died. Because, like... I know Le Pen? That... Was it Le Pen? That'd be cool. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> this was called, like, Dragon Brick or Dragon Block, but it was, like, okay. classic Lego, Pirates Lego stuff. Like, it used, like, all the same printing and whatnot. Cool and weird. Yeah, it like... was really bizarre, and it was so out of place, because I'm like, what are you doing on the shelves of, like, a legit retail store? Like, how did you get yeah. here? And just two what boxes did... of it, right? Yeah, that's right. That is weird. Yeah, it was super strange. That's... Like, do you think the floor manager was like, these shelves are looking barren, better hop on AliExpress and <laughs> top up Let's the shelves. Let's see what we can add this shit out with. Yeah. They're going to notice that that row of Nerf guns is only one box deep. <laughs> Touch it and it just falls back onto the shelf. It's just a cardboard cutout of the toy of the Nerf gun. Yeah. It's just arts and crafts behind there. 
But yeah, so unfortunately, I didn't get to pick up a toy today. But I was like, I was like, oh, I, I was like, ooh, I don't even care if it's the worst Star Wars Black Series figure. I'm get, get I'm getting a toy, and there was like no Star Wars stuff. That sucks. Yeah, there was not a Star Wars or a, or a Marvel to be found. Oof. Yeah. Oof. I uh I did another another shift over at uh the ages three and upwards. Oh, you're um, pack, packing some stuff for the the yeah. internet. Yeah, just doing just doing that. It's gonna be the last one for a little bit, but uh, there might be another thing soon, a little event that might help out with. I think I brought that up before, but we'll we'll get to that later, like a future date later when I'm allowed to talk about it. But uh, I ended up picking up a couple exclusives. Uh, I ooh, I got to do the bad thing, where I got to like kind of peek behind uh, closed doors. Took, took a peek under some tables, found some boxes. I was like, ooh, hey guys, what's this? Uh, it was a full box full of uh, priced and ready-to-go BotCon figures. Oh, cool. <laughs> so I was just like, y'all mind if I jump on a couple of these? It's like, these seem ready to go and uh, BotCon's not happening. Can I just buy one? Yeah, so I, well, I, I jumped. They're older BotCon ones. Oh, okay. Uh, but they're BotCon nonetheless, so... I, uh, I jumped on two figures, two that I looked at before, weirdly enough, like recently, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that'd be cool to find if I ever see those. Um, so one was the uh, the Shattered Glass Stepper, mm-hmm. which is uh, another name for the character Ricochet sometimes, which was a, a Japanese exclusive deco- redeco of Jazz with the Target Master. He's usually black, white, and gold. Um this version, however, is mostly orange Ooh. with uh, some black and white in them, and it uses the Generations Jazz Mold, plus it has uh, Generations Cyclonus's part Target Master painted up as Nightstick in like a nice blue and kind of gray. It's fun. It's cool. It's probably the best version of that mold. Like I, I love the Botcon paint schemes that they do. I feel cool. like Nightstick is kind of like an ominous title for a, <laughs> for a Transformer. Because, like... Yeah, I mean, he is a... It's the Shattered Glass one, so he's the he's the evil Autobot. Yeah. That did the, the, the Mirror World thing. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, uh, yeah, Nightstick's an appropriate name for... Yeah, but, like, I don't know, just Nightstick, like, in my mind's eye, I just picture, like... I don't know, like riots in the '60s and '70s. <laughs> like it, it just like conjures up like images of oppression. It's like this is my headmaster. Um, <laughs> this is my headmaster, Bear Mace. Like oh, no. <laughs> oh man, you really don't know a lot about the autumn. <laughs> <laughs> They're super into just bear macing people. It's fun. Yeah, up. IDW went pretty wild with a couple things, um, <laughs> and then the it's not even a joke. Uh, <laughs> And then the other one was the uh, the Botcon Machine Wars Sky Warp, which uh, it uses one of the movie toys as a base, mm-hmm. but it has a unique head or like a different head from a different figure, uh, and he's done up in the Machine Wars Sky Warp deco, which is pretty cool. Uh, so he's white with some trans purple on him that's like being like phase shifted through. And to, like, break up that, he's got, like, a, a bright canary yellow head. Oh, cool. So, yeah. And a couple, like, extra little pops of color on him, too. But, like, nothing too uh, distracting. It's just a little little uh, 
little accessory for that, which is kind of cool. So, sorry, is it like a like a seeker? No, no, it's its own unique mold. Okay. Uh, which I kind of like. I I kind of like seekers are cool. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I know I went kind of crazy with the siege tetra jets, um, <laughs> but I also kind of like the idea of of each seeker character having its own unique mold as a representation totally uh again super weird i'm not the only one that does it which is kind of nice to know too but uh you know it kind of helps break up the shelf uh space the shelf pacing even yeah because i mean like having the same seeker in 10 different colors is cool but if all of those characters have like unique molds and paint apps and heads etc like that's it's just more varied and more interesting yeah totally totally and i mean i i kind of like having exclusive versions of things as like a representation for that mold Mm -hmm. so again it's like it's a little bit shitty and elitist Like, mm, I don't collect your plebeian versions. I just need the <laughs> exclusive colorway. Get out of my face. But, uh, but I mean, like, you collect what you want to collect. It's not like you're out there preaching the good word of, like... <laughs> yeah, if you don't do exclusives only, you're not a real fan. Yeah. Not one of those assholes. Yeah. I could be. I should be. No, uh, don't saying, do it. Just saying it now, by the way. I feel like that's something <laughs> something we've always like maintained and always have been really good about is like, I don't know, we've never had like our preference, I don't know, we've never used our knowledge or our preferences as like tools to like, we're not gatekeepers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Because we've never really been... I mean, I feel like maybe once I've made fun of... Funko something. Pops? i don't know we are gatekeepers we are we're the worst oh fuck we're hypocritical gatekeepers. oh my god i just got the the wave the tidal wave of hypocrisy just hit me and i don't know if i can take it it just swept me out to sea i'm just gonna die in an ocean of bad of of moral quandaries and i just remembered being shitty about toys i didn't like oh god yeah that's true speaking of which fuck uh someone brought up mcfarland fuck 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 Funko Pops. Sorry, I don't. Uh, I don't want to cut off your Transformers. If you have no, no, that's about. pretty much it. I got exclusives. It was fun. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so someone brought up McFarlane, and I started throwing some shade earlier today. Oh shit! Like in the Canadian Tire. Uh, in the Canadian Tire, they're like, I fucking love McFarlane Fortnite figures, and I just started filling my hand with hand sanny. <laughs> getting ready for the the sanitary karate chop. No, um, someone referred to him as a god, and I was like, I said, a god that needs Kickstarter to make a toy? Some god. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think I referred to him as the patron saint of zero articulation. Oh my god, that's amazing. Which is pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. That's about it. That's all I have to say about (laughs) McFarlane. I'm just rereading general chat today. Um, oh, that was on our... You were making fun of our Discord people. Jesus. Yeah, no, I was, I was alienating wow. our audience. Wow, fuck. I'm, we don't make it. We don't make it as a podcast. Yeah, we're, we're, gate, <laughs> we're gatekeepers. We're hypocrites. We're gatekeepers. If you don't like the same shit we like, fuck you. That's not true. That's not how we feel. Just get off of our uh, fucking thing. <laughs> Just start banning everyone one by one. 
Who oh, have, wouldn't be the first time. Who have I had a disagreement with? Would be the with? fucking first time. Meme Slayer, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's cool that you were you were helping Ages pack some orders and stuff. I feel like it's kind of the new the new the new frontier is like all internet shopping. Really, it's what people have to do in these trying times. I'm reading the thread. God damn it. <laughs> um but yeah I, I like there's there's some weird weird stuff going on as far as like e-shopping goes and like the switch has been like sold out like everywhere and like that's like a hot ticket item right now on the interwebs it's like trying people trying to get their hands on a switch and like yeah i'm i'm curious to see how it'll all go down like it's kind of tough for us for toys because like we've said it time and time again on the podcast it's like we love buying things in person we'd much rather yeah, very much pick so. a toy off a shelf purchase it at a store and take it home um but internet is going to kind of be the way forward for the next little while because we don't really have much of a choice otherwise but it's tough for us because um buying shit from the states sucks ass for canadians it's so bad and like our dollar is just the worst right now um yeah, it's just, it's a weird time and hard time for toys, but Games Workshop is opening up on Friday, their online store again. Oh, cool. So I might, be good. I might buy some more mini dudes. You should. Because I got plenty of time to paint, so. I mean, it's a good plan. I mean, you're still mostly doing Warhammer stuff, right? Are you doing any D&D minis? Is that still a thing that you're kind of jamming on? Or Yeah, I've got a whole bunch of dudes that I need to finish painting that are in like a to be painted pile um lately i've been focusing on on the warhammer stuff but i made like a like a bit of uh battlefield not battlefield terrain battle mat terrain for D &D. it's just like a raised platform like a 10 by 10 grid of like tiled floor that's all gritty and grimy it's really like the most boring terrain ever because it's just a 10 by 10 room but i was like i want to make a thing so i made a thing but like you'll need it for when you need to fight goblins goblins in a 10 by 10 room yeah <laughs> we were talking about uh role-playing game minis this morning when we were texting yeah, we were, <laughs> we? um after our conversation about an anime girl rpg um <laughs> I, I looked it up because i'm like it has to be a thing i think it is it is it's called uh b-e-s-m which stands for big eyes small mouth oh okay that's one letter away from being something completely different. Yeah, from being um, <laughs> from being very spicy. Um, but what a, what a fucking game. what a terrible terrible name for. It sounds mild. Is it is it racist? It's it's. I want to say it sounds kind of racist. I looked it up. It's, it's in its it's in its fourth edition. Um, okay. And the first okay. edition came out in ninety seven. So I'm thinking that was an era of North American internet. Or sorry, North in North American internet fandom, uh, North okay. American anime fandom, uh, in like '97, people still use like the phrase like phrase like Japanimation and shit like that. Oh yeah, they're like you have to see the latest Japanimation from yeah, Manga Entertainment, like fan subbed VHS <laughs> yeah. rip. Fuck yeah. Um, so I'm thinking back then, like, whoever wrote the, the role-playing game to role-play as an anime girl, like, big eyes, small mouth was probably, like, 
a phrase they used to like describe anime girls because that era of anime would have been like giant eyes and a small mouth even though that's kind of all anime but it's just looking at my my vhs (laughs) stack behind me and i uh, i can confirm yeah that's uh that's about right yeah it's just such a weird like acronym or like like it has to be similar to the other thing on purpose as well yeah it's gotta like that's gotta you can't you can't fucking pull that that wool over my eyes yeah i see all i know all the acronyms (laughs) i know every acronym yeah even acronyms that don't even exist yet just the right height no bucket required (laughs) i hate when i learned that one that's the worst one. Oh, the internet's an awful place, and we we're on it right now. Yeah, t- teaching people about buckets. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, what is that? Some sparkling water. If I acknowledge, oh. if I acknowledge it while it's happening, I don't have to edit the sound out. Um, oh yeah, you get to eat and drink on the podcast, whereas I'm banned from doing it just because I'm a. You can drink as much as you want, but you're never allowed to eat again. On the podcast. You're just never allowed to eat again. I shouldn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling very... chubby. Oh, I'm feeling very COVID fat. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, food isn't enjoyable anymore. But it's like, I can't not eat all the time. Yeah, I like, I put the food in me, and then it automatically feels bad. Yeah, like, I'm blown away that A, I'm buying like $200 worth of groceries a week. And it's just a pack of mushrooms. <laughs> it's just one big old flat of mushrooms. Fuck, it's I, all this mushroom. I'm just amazed at how much food I eat all the time. I got yeah. really, I got big into breakfast, which is like, like breakfast. I, I love breakfast, but it's not like in, back, back before the end of the world. Um, I feel like I wouldn't really make breakfast at home all that often. Okay. And I would go out to eat breakfasts and enjoy those breakfasts. But now, yeah. now I wake up and I make coffee and then I like... Get the oven going, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna eat a, f- I'm gonna have fuck ton of fucking tater tots and some scrambled eggs for breakfast. Let's do this, and that's like every other day I do that, and I wonder why I'm COVID fat. So, oh shit, I I've definitely become I've I've been making coffee at home a lot more. That's good. Like weekends breakfast, yeah, I'll make I'll do that, but like, I'll get home and I'll throw a pot on. Ooh, like for coffee. Like, instead of just being like, ooh, it's three o'clock at work, I should get a coffee refill. It's more like, when I get home, I can, like, grind up my beans in my, my conical grinder. Yeah, and nice, nice. load up the, the pot and throw on the e-reader and just kind of decompress a little bit. I feel like I'm, a, I'm averaging, like, two bottoms of coffee a day, which is quite a bit. Yeah, the... Hmm... That's like yeah. That's like f- five-ish, <laughs> six-ish cups of coffee. Per day? Almost every day, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty... That's a lot yeah. of coffee. Yeah. Y- yeah, it is. Am I crazy? No, but I think I got you B. <laughs> uh, I usually have, like, my coffee at work, and then I make usually, like, a six-cup pot when I get home. Yeah. Delicious. I love, I fucking love coffee. Shout out, shout out to every coffee. Shout out to coffee. Shout out to every coffee. Thank you for, uh, existing. Yeah, every kind of coffee. 
Don't know how you came to be, but I'm glad that you're here for us. I'm I'm glad somebody was like, oh, and like dropped their beans into some boiling water by accident one day. (laughs) (laughs) They're like roasted beans. Yeah. These weird ass cherries, we set them on fire, uh, crunched them up, and then extracted the, the hot, we put hot water in them. It's, it's a, it's a miracle that human beings have achieved anything. And that is just blowing my mind right now. Yeah. It's true. So we we vaguely, vaguely talked about toys. We vaguely yeah, talked about good enough a, for me. A, a quarantine world. Um, yeah. Hope everyone at home is doing safe and washing their hands. Appreciate you. Love you. Stay home. Stay safe. And um, I have a toys from the crypt. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> It's that time I got to play my favorite intro, which I love. It's a good um, intro. One of, one of my greatest joys, I'm sure I've mentioned it maybe on air, or maybe I just typed it to somebody. Is it the intro? I <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking <laughs> love it. greatest joy intro. is this fucking intro. It's the only thing I'm living for. I just have it on repeat. Uh, I, I, I put it onto an iPod Nano 7,000 times, and I just put that iPod Nano on play all. That's, <laughs> that's what I do um <laughs> could you imagine what a hellish existence that would be that would be the worst no one of my greatest joys is taking the songs from these old toy lines and turning and like editing them and bringing down the hiss and making them sound all nice and putting them in the podcast i love doing that oh yeah that's pretty good so uh we talked briefly about this last week or perhaps okay. the week before because time is all fusing together and i said mighty max Yes or no. <laughs> Mighty Max, yes or no. Um, can can our toy be electronic in nature? And we sort of oh, weighed yeah, those options. Right. So this is a Japanese product that I doubt saw an uh, international release of any kind. Um, okay. So th- there's two of them. Two different products. Very similar in nature. The first okay. one I'm going to talk about is called Monster Panic. Oh. And the second okay. one I'm going to talk about is called Dracula House. Dracula House. Dracula House. A house full of Draculas? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, he- here's the pitch. Pitch me. H- handheld electronic device. Cool. Right? Not yep. not unlike the shitty Tiger Electronics. It's just thinking that automatically. But put that image out of your mind and imagine something a lot cooler, sleeker, older, and more Japanese. We have... Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> You're, like, trying to process all this? Still a Tiger Electronics. It's still, still that, like, Jurassic Park game I had as a kid. Yeah, totally. That was exactly the same as the Little Mermaid Disney t- handheld Tiger Electronics. Yeah. Um, so Monster Panic is a Donkey Kong-esque game where you venture through a house where there's Frankenstein's monsters and... Yeah. Uh, mummies just chucking barrels at you Donkey Kong style. Oh, fuck, that's just a ripoff now. <laughs> and a spooky, scary skeleton. And you have to traverse these stairwells to get to the exit. Cool. What do we think about it? Uh, already down, but it sounds like it's a, a Mr. Game & Watch clone. It It is very, sim- very, it's very similar. It's the Donkey Kong Game & Watch clone. Yeah, it's very, very similar. But I feel like... 
there's a lot of potential here because yeah, of the theme is good and spooky and fits with the theme of this I, section of the show. I do like that. Um, there's the act of like, like holding a piece of plastic that makes noises and beeps and boops and the joy of a game. So what we do here on Toys from the Crypt is we, um, <laughs> this is your first time coming into the crypt. <laughs> this is your first time venturing into the crypt. If this is your first time venturing into the crypt, watch your step. There's a few loose stones. Yeah, sorry about that. We're going to get those uh, mortared in. Is that what you... Yeah, you mortar them in, right? Yeah, you just mortar them right up. Okay, cool. Right up and in. We're going to do that. Watch those cobwebs. Duck, the doorway's oh, rather low. Um, so That do happen. <laughs> we just sort of take these these forgotten toys, try to revitalize them and reimagine them and see what they could be like in the modern age. Bring them back to life, if you will. Resurrect them, if we could. So I'm thinking bridging the gap between... Um, much like the newest version of the Tamagotchi, where there's sort yeah. of this handheld electronic device that also interfaces with an app. If yeah. we could do something like that with this line, where you get this handheld little electronic bleep bloop device. I like that, yeah. And it does stuff, and you play games on it, but you also have some interactivity with some stuff on the go. Like maybe... Maybe the app that is attached to it and synced with your profile has like a step counter and that step counter mm. unlocks treasure or something like that. So that's... Can, uh, download other monsters to infest your house. Totally, have yeah. A, a, a leaderboard for who cleared totally. it in the quickest time. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm thinking with this one. Okay. All right. I like it already. You're on board? Okay. Yeah, sure, why not? Now, the... Spooky Tiger Electronic Dracula game? Monster Panic. We're not on to Dracula yet. Oh, right, right, right. Dracula House? Also, the... Drastically different. (laughs) Incredibly different. Um, It is, actually. That's why I want to talk about Monster Panic first. You breed Draculas, and you raise them in a house. (laughs) You breed Draculas. Yeah, you breed Draculas. You smash those Dracos together. See what happens. Smashing bats. <laughs> Ew. Um, <laughs> so, Dracula House is a little a little more advanced than Monster Panic. Oh, and by the way, okay. Monster Panic has an incredible, just the advertisement for it, the music, the bleeps, the bloops, the Japanese announcer guy saying things I don't fully understand, except when he shouts Monster Panic. Be- beautiful so i'm just gonna play that for the people right now uh if you're standing sit down you're gonna want to really focus take this in just take a moment for yourself here in the crypt find a nice clean spot sit down and enjoy the monster panic song monster panic. Monster panic. Wasn't that quite special? Wow, it was. <laughs> I'll I'll play it for you later. <laughs> oh, thanks. That helps right now. Yeah, it does. I could play it right now for you. You want to hear it? No, I like pretending I know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, perfect. Keeps me uh keeps me regular for how I do these things. <laughs> so Dracula House, equally great song, but I'll save that till later. Um, cool. Dracula House is. Similar to Monster Panic in that your guy running around a spooky place. 
yeah. avoiding bats, skeletons, Draculas. Um, this one's a little different because it's not like it's not like the little bleep bloop handheld with like the simple like calculator style screen. This one has like multiple different colors, some sort oh. of like proto LED, not LED screen. Like I'm sure it's layered like the way those calculator screens are, but it just had colored, oh, yeah. colored light that comes through it. Um, cool. but it had like a joystick and I think maybe a button or two. It was hard to tell. I rewound the commercial like 10 times trying to see if there was a button or not. Um, but it had like a little joystick, um, so multiple colors and it had this like oval screen, like and it was kind of designed the way like early 70s computers were, where it's kind of the sloped back monitor, like like a Fallout oh, computer. Almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like a like a computer you'd plug like a fob into to launch the nukes during the height of the Cold War. Really great tech. Um, That's good stuff. But yeah, and and this one again, Dracula House. What a great concept. House full of Draculas. And I think doing something like that where you have, like, if we modernize the concept and you have, like, a small computing device, maybe it even runs on simple, like, Raspberry Pi-ass technology, but, like... Yeah, cheap and easy. Have a little bit of an interface. Maybe it links with an app or a profile. You can download different Draculas. Dating sim. You bang the Drax. Dating sim. Dracula it's House a, is, yeah. is uh, it needs to be a dating sim. Yeah, it's a spooky dating sim. Yeah, I mean it worked well for Monster Prom. Mm-hmm. So, Dracula House, dating sim. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the two, and I think they're great. I think it's yeah, I think they're great too. I, and I think like back to the very first. Um, Toys from the Crypt, we talked about oozers. And <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> I just love I just love the spooky scary skeletons ass Halloween ass vibes. Yeah. But I think like there's something to be said for like <clears throat> early cheap handheld toys and devices and Tamagotchis and Digimon and, and all of those things. Mm-hmm. That there's something nice about the tangible factor of that thing. Where it's like, you yeah. can make a cool app that's a game, but there's something about holding a device. Yeah, that's like, that is the specific thing for this thing. Yeah, it's the dedicated thing for this thing. I get that. I get that. It's a good time. Oh, uh, guys, listening at home, are you ready for the banger that is the Dracula House song? Yeah, let's do it. We gotta entertain them and us wasn't that special holy shit <laughs> holy shit i'll play it for you later i you don't need to i i felt it so, so I felt it resonate through the echoes of time. <laughs> through the epoch of time. Oh, the company who made these handhelds was called Epoch. Epoch, okay. Yeah. I wonder if they're the same. Hmm. Hmm. They, all, they also hmm. did one I'm not going to talk about that's, like, kind of fucked up and, like, racist. Oh, th- oh, okay. It's called Oil Gang, and I think it's just, like, crazy, like, Arabian princes throwing flaming barrels of oil at you. Oh, yeah, that's a little, uh... It's a little bit fucked. I don't know if we're down for that one. 
Yeah, let's skip. Let's skip on that one. Yeah, skip let's, oil let's, gang. Uh, um, let's not do that one. But back to Dracula House and Monster Panic. What do you think? Do we leave them in the cold, damp ground, or do we resurrect them? I'm always down. That sounds like fun. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I mean, like, I feel like they're two separate things. But like, if you did do like, we could do like a crossover type thing. You could do a crossover. Uh, Dracula Panic. Dracula Panic and Monster House? Mo- Monster House is a movie, so you can't really do that. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure there's... I'm so, sure like, Dra- Doki Doki Dracula Panic, where you're you're a cute monster trying to fuck Draculas. Yeah, Doki Doki you, Dracula Panic. I like that. Yeah, Doki yeah. Doki Dracula Planet, Panic. <laughs> Dracula Planet. That's Planet. The Dracula Planet, that's the sequel, yeah. uh, if it does well. It's like, uh, yeah, we got to go into Doki Doki Dracula Planet now, mm-hmm. uh, where you can connect with your friends specifically. Uh, you could fight Draculas for your honor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's doable. I'm into it. Let's make it happen. Let's fund it. <laughs> fund it on Kickstarter, like our. Give me money, and I will fund it. I'll middleman fund this. We're doing it. Fund my funding. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I love the concept, and I guess that was Toys from the Crypt. It's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> I just want to die. <laughs> just let me die. Just, just let me fucking die, dude. I was, I'm sorry, that was a very overdramatic reaction to a burp. <laughs> Uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> it's called Wow. Oh it's called, it's called wow. 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 We asked you. Okay, that that's the intro. It's just Wow. Wow. We asked you a hot new action flick on Blu-ray or crusty old horror flick on VHS. Because that's the kind of questions uh, we're asking. And you were answering. I'm throwing up the horns. That's my answer. You're you're falling asleep during your crusty old horror flick. Yeah. That's me. That's what I do. Uh all right. We got four AM hitting us off with a new new. He's a new boy. He wants his new stuff. He wants it now. He wants it on Blu-ray or better. I don't own a single Blu-ray, nor do I have a device that could play a Blu-ray. Oh well, you already fast forwarded to your answer didn't you so did you did i though you were throwing up the horns that could mean anything that's true shit sponge it (laughs) sponge says it super depends on the movie and my mood that's fair he doesn't want one or the other he wants i mean he does want one or the other depending on his mood yeah depending on what you feel like at the time both are valid options for him he doesn't want one over the other both are valid you just gotta both at the same time dual screen your tv (laughs) uh we got (laughs) uncle jason chiming in as well i second what sponge said although i don't even own any vhs's anymore so the flip side to your problem Mm -hmm. Uh, so i guess i would have to default to blu-ray also horror movies are almost always the way to go that's true you can bust out the crusty old horror dvds i watched a, a spooky movie on the netflix the other day oh it was called 13 cameras okay and it's about a creepy landlord who has a bunch of cameras in this house he rents to a young couple um 
every character in it except for Barbecue Friend um, were super unlikable. But okay. it was also just like kind of a weird and gross movie. And I didn't really, I don't know if I enjoyed it. There's a sequel that I might have to watch just because of the twist ending in the first one. But it okay. was just like a weird, like creepy dude watching their every move. And then like eventually he just like murders them all. And Oh, as you do. As you do. As you do. But like you would think that how shitty and unlikable all the characters were that you'd just be like, hell yeah. Because sometimes you root for the, like the slasher, you know? But, oh, in, yeah. but in this, I was just like, oh, this is just uncomfortable. Like, oh, everyone's bad. Yeah, I stop hope, killing I hope the, and stop being alive, equal parts. I hope the police step in and sort this mess out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> Piss Drinker Deluxe. Piss Drinker Deluxe. Oh, my God. Yeah, hits it's us with fun. a... It's still funny. It's still funny. That would have been uh, Noah. That's Noah, mm-hmm. yeah. So Noah, a.k.a. Piss Drinker Deluxe. Uh, <laughs> VHS and a little VHS emoji. Also, my Blu-ray player's remote is lost, so clown emoji. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, I'm not the only one in this. I'm glad I'm not the only one in this situation. I lost my TV's remote uh, weeks ago. Maybe even a month now. Hmm. And, uh, I just turn it on by, by the PS4. Yeah, there you go. I just let the PS4 turn on and then it turns the TV on. And then yeah, because just... you only have, <laughs> you only have one time where you download a universal remote app on your phone and try to make that work and then realize oh. apps can't do that and give up, so. Oh, no, okay, good. Yeah, I wasn't going to ask if that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to hear something funny as well? Yeah, hit me. The remote that I lost is a universal remote. Oh, so it was already a replacement remote? I've, like, double lost this fucking remote. Oh, shit. (laughs) Bummer, dude. (laughs) What the hell? Yeah, um, shit. Rest in peace, remotes for everything. (laughs) NAFTA, horror, but it turns out that it's a Betamax. Ooh, a Betamax horror flick. I've only watched one Betamax in my entire life. Yeah? Yeah, um... A friend of mine bought the movie A Boy and His Dog, which okay. A Boy and His Dog is like a post-apocalyptic movie about a guy wandering the wasteland with his dog. Um, oh, Fallout. Yeah, I think there's some references to, to it in Fallout games and whatnot. And cool. I don't know if it came before or after Mad Max, but somehow they're probably related. Um, but it got ordered off eBay, and the tape showed up, and it was a Betamax. Oh, and, weird. and not a VHS. So then we went and sourced a Betamax player and played it so we could watch it. Cool. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah, it was an interesting experience. Yeah, how do you even find the Betamax nowadays? I don't know how you do it nowadays. This was in like 2000, and this is like the year 2004 probably. And I, I Even then, how the fuck do you find a Betamax in 2004? I think it was Homie's dad borrowed it from his friend's grandpa or some shit like it like it was a lot of work to get this betamax player that's that's fair cool that sounds like a fallout mini quest in its own or all of the details of the story are a lie listeners at home you decide no i'm pretty sure that's how it went down (laughs) (laughs) uh empty orchestra i don't want to be a hipster about it but i choose a crusty old horror vhs I don't want to be a crusty old man, but ew, who says hipster? Wow. 
That sounds like something a hipster would say. Oh my god, he's figured me out uh, <laughs> this whole time. Gotcha. J- Got him. JK Empty Orchestra, you make fun of people however you want to make fun of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, crusty old horror. It's, it's not hip. I mean, it might be hip. I don't know. Horror is cool. And, like, there's something... Like, our nostalgia for toys, it makes sense that that extends to things like VHS tapes. It's like, yeah, we, we have a boner for, like, Transformers from our childhood with missing missiles. Of course, we'd have a boner for, like, old horror films that have B-Kind Rewind stickers because they used to be from a videotape rental store. Like, makes yeah. sense. It, it do. Or stacks of <clears throat> anime, which may or may not be horror as well, but also still on VHS. I'm just I keep throwing in my own anecdotes. I'm sorry. This isn't this isn't the me show. Uh, uh, it's, the us, it's the us show, Tony. And it I'm, is, I'm but like happy that you're uh, here with me. But at the same time, it's like, hey, here's this this area just for our listeners. My, I'm gonna take it over real quick with my own anecdote. Just let me love you, Tony. It's it's a little cunty of me. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to say. Uh, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, Uncle Jason uh, looks like he's educating us about damn fears. Yeah, but, but, yeah not piss drinkers. Different. Turns uh, out they're van. That's okay. it's a character from uh, Vampire Hunter D. Yeah, the, <laughs> the the P comes out of the D, so I think we're still um, still on the right track when it comes <laughs> to that. Uh, quick hitting us with new, new clap claps it in new claps it new. Just new. Hey, qu- Bam. quick Bam. question for you, Tony. Before <laughs> let me let me derail this with our. Oh answers. yeah, okay, sure. Um, do you remember what the first DVD you ever owned was? Uh, 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 you can just say no. Oh, I know. Oh, oh my fuck. god! Sorry. No, no, I don't. Okay. Mine was Armageddon. Oh nice. Um, <laughs> blue. <laughs> Crusty old horror VHS smiley face with Ray-Bans emoji. Nice. Yeah, we got a crusty boy. Crusty. <clears throat> horror crusty. That's good stuff. Uh, Fair. Good. Yeah. We get, we're get we getting a lot more VHSs than I expected, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, King Gloom. I want everything on Blu-ray, but I'd rather crusty horror VHS. Because fuck new action movies, but not really, but sort of. Same boat. Uh, yeah, I. Okay. So we know yours. It's the VHS. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I'm I'm gonna have to be one of those middle ground. Like it depends on the mood, but realistically, I am usually more in the mood for like an older flick as well. That way, mm-hmm. like a like a, a pop in the. The BHS. The BHS. And watch, uh, watch my copy of, of Virus with the B review. <laughs> Be kind, rewind on it. Yeah. Um, then again, I also don't think I watched as many action movies as I used to. But here's another thing, too. How many of those classic action movies would be on a crusty VHS? All of them. I've got, I've got all yeah. of them, yeah. So there, there we go. That's actually that's actually my rule for collecting VHS tapes. I went through and did like a big purge because I just had so many. Um, yeah. And I tried to limit it down to horror movies and Arnold Schwarzenegger flicks. Cool. Um, and then that expanded into horror movies and action movies. Like I, okay. I found a bunch of Steven Seagal's. 
at like a, oh, a thrift store and I'm like, I can't not just buy 10 fucking Steven Seagal flips I can't right get now. 10 copies of Glimmer, man. <laughs> um, I, gotta, I gotta adopt these. I gotta rescue these. Yeah, I gotta save them. Um, so I'm definitely more of a VHS boy. I feel like like the cusp of Blu-ray started happening when I started to divorce from like physical media. Yeah. And like I was always into collecting, <clears throat> collecting records. So like my physical forms of music became records, and my digital form of music was just iTunes or whatever. Yeah. And then I think with like videos and and movies and shows, like streaming became the thing, and anything I wanted a physical copy of became VHS tapes. So I just kind of like missed Blu-ray somewhere in there where I just never really was buying physical media like movies at the time okay um and now it's like it's more of a collecting thing i mean i do watch them but it's more of a collecting thing than anything else where it's like i'll be at a thrift store and i'll see like a copy of the omen like peeking out and i'm like cool i will grab that because that is a dollar that is worth putting in my collection because no one really values vhs tapes all that much i mean there is a huge collector's market for it and there, i'm sure there's some things that Tony's holding up Pokemon VHS tapes. Dude, yeah, I yeah, you're preaching preaching to the fucking choir right here. Yeah. Like I, I was actually at a, a I was a Value Village and in the same area so I, I found like it was some like anime series. Never heard of it, but the entire series was like fourteen bucks on DVD. So I was like, fuck yeah, that's like fifty cents a disc. Let's jump on it. Yeah. And then in the same area there was like a couple Pokemon VHSs and I'm like Hell yeah, I'm getting the one with the uh, the Ghost Tower episodes, because I think there's a banned episode on this. Nice. So fuck yeah. So, like, yeah, it's definitely more collection, but, like, I'll still pop one in every once in a while. I do need to get a new VCR, though. That's one of the main things I gotta do. Yeah. Is, Mine's just yeah. okay. I took it apart and cleaned it the other day, but it's still having some tracking shit going on. Oh, shit, yeah, well, yeah. In a, in a pre-COVID world, it would have been simple enough to just go to, like, a thrift store and just buy one, hope it works well, and if not, recycle it and go buy another one, because they're only, like, $4 at a thrift store, but yeah. now I'm kind of stranded. Um, I actually messaged, shout out to Cavity, um, oh, yeah. the store here in Victoria. It's, like, an oddities shop. Um, I messaged them the other day still waiting on a reply he's still got a check but i was like yo you got any vhs <laughs> do you have any vcrs <laughs> kicking around mine's really crusty and shitty um so hopefully i'm getting a new vcr soon that'd be cool because why not that'd be super cool hell yeah dude uh yeah so i guess that that sums up our answers to the wow thank you guys for participating in wow but it seems like we're more on the vhs crusty spectrum a, a little bit or just uh, more more classics. More classics, I think, is more what we're, we're into. Yeah, and I feel like with action films, I'm less likely to watch one, like, streaming or, or on Blu-ray, like, at home. Mm -hmm. I'm more likely to buy a ticket and go see it in the theater. Oh, fair. Just because, yeah. like, action movies are just way cooler on the big screen. Yeah, true. Like, you're never going to be, like, you're never going to get, like, a rush or, like, an adrenaline surge or, ex like, real, like, excitement. Just, like at home on a screen yeah. with something unless that's... it's like a uh unless you got like the the party night with the homies and you're all watching the 
Yeah, that's true. Action flick. Totally. It's a different different scenario. Totally. Hey, I've got a I've got a wow for you guys. My goodness. I know, and it's totally one hundred percent serious this time. Business in the front or party in the back? Let us know what you think. Okay. It's a dumb one, but it's, it's kind of funny. All right, that is the wow. Business in the front or party in the back? Let us know. Let us know how your your COVID stylings have become. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, it is pinned, and it is questions time. Nice, nice. I, uh, have you done anything <clears throat> kind of ridiculous COVID-wise? Have you dyed your hair, cut your own hair? Have you... Decided now is the right time to swap out your nose stud to a hoop, and then you bled all over your bathroom sink uh, 15 minutes before going to the podcast? No. Questions from the Discord. Hey, Empty Orchestra is starting the questions off with a, do you guys remember the Burger King Backstreet Boy toys? (laughs) Remember having a couple of these? I don't these are entirely unfamiliar and if you showed these to me without the context of the backstreet boys i would have no idea they're the backstreet boys but then when you tell me they're the backstreet boys i'm like oh yeah those are the fucking backstreet boys yeah um the red one is just tony stark yeah i would just think that like that's a helmetless 90s iron man but now that you know it's a backstreet boy you're like oh yeah it's that guy that fucking guy I want to know what's under a uh, dude's cape. And the, there's like one that like clearly has like a, a removable cowl. Yeah, totally. And I'm wondering like what what's under action there. features he's he's rocking. Yeah, what's he hiding under there? I hope it's like bazookas for arms. Probably. Yeah. Probably is. Uh, these look kind of okay made too, which is kind of scary. So I don't those remember them. Cool. But it might just be a product of not having a Burger King where I grew up at that era. Um, cause yeah. I loved the shit out of the Backstreet Boys. I ain't ashamed to say it. No, that's, yeah, that's um, fair. And so, like, if I knew those existed at that time when they came out, I would have wanted them for sure. Do you think it was a cross-promotion when they had that one song, I Want It That Way? Oh my god. Tell me why ain't, ain't nothing but nothing pickles, but cheese, and what? Oh, okay. Fine, yeah, <laughs> sing it weird. What? I was... Make me look like the idiot. <laughs> I was adding ingredients to a burger. It made sense. To a Whopper. It's oh. not just a burger, it's a Whopper. It is just a burger, let me assure you. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No, those look amazing. I want... Alright, there are new, are new grails. New grails. These. Yeah, mo- low-key fire. Quarantine changes a man. <laughs> now I scour the wastes for these Burger King <laughs> Backstreet Boys. <laughs> scour eBay. The only place to buy toys now. Uh, Jake the snake how do you feel about spam like the email or the the pig shards the pig shards Uh, I am not a fan of the emails okay Um, there's a reason there's a whole folder labeled spam it's so that I don't open it Um, I'm okay with spam, like meat in a tin from the Hormel company. I don't know. I can't remember. I think it's Hormel who makes it. Um, Uh, Again, as a Fallout reference, uh, I think it's Cram in the Fallout universe. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, uh, Cool. Good stuff. 
no, I, I'm not. I'm not grossed out by it or anything. Like I know some people like are like eh at the idea, and like the history of spam is like not to sound like a fucking hipster, but the history of spam is pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> and I think it's in I think it's in Okinawa um, one of their like local like sushis is just spam on rice with like a thing because there are, yeah. there's like a huge like American military presence there after the war yada 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 anyways spam's a big deal in certain parts of Japan and like Hawaii and shit and I think mm. spam can be used creatively to be delicious so that's what I'm gonna say uh, yeah, apparently it's good if you fry it up. Yeah. I mean, it, make, it makes sense. Like, it's just like, oh, cool, it's just hot dog, but in patty form. Yeah. Uh, personally, the idea of it, like, like straight from the can, like, you see people be like, I could just eat it straight out of the can with a fork. That a little bit grosses me out, because it just, it makes, I don't even like fucking canned tuna. Ah, okay. Like, canned tuna is, in, like, what to me right now, like, let's be for real. Uh, and it, I think it's just, it automatically goes to like, mm, this is cat food, but for people. Yeah, I guess that's, so that, yeah, that that's, would, that's, yeah. Um, but like, I don't know if you fry it up, I'm sure it's pretty tasty. I'd eat some spam sushi. I think to, spushy. I think to answer the question most directly, how do you feel about spam? I feel pretty good about it. Uh, yeah, situationally. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to fucking kick you out of my house. But it's not in my house. Empty orchestra. Yeah, <laughs> um, empty orchestra. Oh, this one's for you. Who's your favorite Misfits lead singer, Danzig or Michael Graves? <laughs> That's a trick question. My favorite Misfits singer is Michael Hideous, which he was the singer for like a week in between Graves and the Graves came back. Uh, he has a song called Raining Bullets. It's terrible. Don't ever listen to it. Uh, that's Or do. No, don't. I think I think his name was also Mike, but he, he wasn't Michael. He was Mike. And heaven's raining bullets. It's a terrible song. Um, <laughs> uh, I love the Misfits in all iterations. Like, I don't know if I could pick a favorite between Danzig or Michael Graves, which is not a cop-out answer because I'm like very well versed in both like yeah you you really are i i like i love like graves era misfits i love danzig era misfits i love solo danzig up until a point until it gets really bad um until verotica yeah verotica was tight dude it was this erotic scary comic it's it was a violent erotica i have some verotic comics I have, oh do you actually yeah i have like a a handful of issues of jaguar god um, nice. I think I've talked about it on the podcast, but like super oh. early days. Um, but it's about a jaguar or a baby that falls into a pit, and instead of the jaguars killing the baby, they raise him into a man, and he becomes the jaguar man. And he just like it's like Tarzan, but a lot like creepier, a lot, a lot Danzigier, a lot Danzigier. <laughs> um, so so sorry, I'm going on a tangent. Um, oh, that's cool. And and the same with Graves. Like I loved. Um, like famous monsters and etc. American Psycho. Um, and he like after he left the Misfits, he had a bunch of bands. Like he did Graves, aptly named, I guess. 
Um, for a while there, I think he, they were called the Lost Boys. And then he did Gotham Road. And then he did a bunch of solo stuff. And, like, I remember, um, like, buying his solo albums that he was releasing independently. And, like, like, I was super into it and all of it. And I love it all. And I can't really pick one or the other. The more, like, mature... I guess like like adult mindset is like Danzig because Danzig is <laughs> serious but only kind of but then the more playful fun side of me is like fucking they did a song about the movie Boxing Helena like like yeah. Graves Air Misfits is like awesome and hilarious so I can't really pick one or the other I love it's like it more, all more campy horror for, yeah uh, for Graves yeah it's more campy and silly yeah, but I I, I personally okay. So for me, I think I listen to a lot more of the Danzig era stuff. Yeah. Um, and that, but I and I just kind of like missed out on the the graves until later. Yeah. But like, he's still still fun. And then yeah, kind of like I said, it's it's more of the campy stuff. Um, but I think there is just a lot of that. Like ah, I only listen to the Misfits when they were cool, and it was just Danzig. Yeah. But like Danzig's also kind of a fucking weird wiener boy as well <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> like, like he's not to be taken seriously because yeah. when he tries to do that he gets fucking knocked out behind <laughs> the stage. yeah you have to when you think of danzig you have to remember there's also the famous photo of him carrying kitty litter so it's like i, I love that one yeah it's i love that one it's it's also and he was also fun. on portlandia as the beach goth i didn't actually see that one uh, he well he was the supplier to the beach goths mm. That was good. It was yeah. good. He was, was also fun. on Aqua Teen Hunger Force, which is pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I mean, I love that type of shit as well. But, like, I feel like he can kind of take... That's weird. He he straddles the line of, like, does he take himself too seriously or does he not? Because I don't even think he knows that. I don't think he knows either. Have you ever seen I that interview he where he's like, he's like, these are my books? Uh, this one here is about, I feel like I've said this exact, recanted this exact story on our podcast, but I'm going to do it again anyways, because you, chances are you never listened to that episode. That was probably fucking three years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was episode three. Um, but he, uh, he's like pointing to his book collection. He's being interviewed and the whole time he's trying to be serious, but like, it almost seems like he wants to be cracking up and laughing it, but he's like trying to be so serious and he's like... These are my books about the occult. Uh, this one's about true stories of werewolves. Uh, there's one in here where the, the werewolf steps into the clearing. He's got a baby in his mouth. <laughs> it's like, it's just so fucking funny. I just love it. I love all of it. It all makes me feel very happy and nostalgic. And then when I listen to it, I think about like what an angsty little fuckhead I was when I was growing up. And it all just makes me feel good about life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Davey Havoc was the best lead singer of the Misfits. If you're unfortunate enough to look, <laughs> to actually look into, uh, Mike Hideous or whatever, Empire Hideous, I think his band was called maybe, and listen to the song Heaven's Raining Bullets and just like close, like if you don't like Graves Era Misfits, listen to that song and just be like, okay, Graves Era Misfits isn't that bad. <laughs> All right, this is fine. Yeah, this is okay. totally. <laughs> King Gloom. Uh, Ever listened to Balzac? Actually, yeah, I think, because they were all on the Misfits record label. They're a Japanese, like, horror punk band. And I I think I have the, like, EP split, where it's, like, half Misfits, half Balzac. Balzac? I don't know. Uh, I see what they did there. Yeah. Balzac. Named after one of the Ultraman uh, monsters. Absolutely. 
That was a joke, but it might be true. It's probably true. It's probably true. That's probably what it's from. Uh, I haven't listened to Balzac, but you should always listen to your Balzac. And uh, if it feels wrong, go to the doctor. Um, also, if I write the music, who wants to do the vocals for Piss Drinker Deluxe? <laughs> Depends. What kind of genre is it? Are we talking more... Uh, Didn't you say... Like classic death metal, grindcore? I thought you said grindcore last time. Okay, then probably me. Um, there's some workshopping in here for people starting a band. Um, that happens a lot. Alright. <laughs> alright, this one's all you, buddy. The Uncle Jason talking about the Mighty Max. Holy shit, dude. That's like 15 paragraphs. Yeah, you have to read this essay and I have to listen right. and answer. Okay. Uncle Jason, this is some serious shit right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been thinking about starting a Mighty Max collection ever since I backed Brian Falk, one of the last resort of Last Resort Toys fame, Art Project Replica, based on the Mighty Max Series 4 Mummy King Doom Zone prototype. At first, I was hyped about owning an exclusive part of the Mighty Max line, but now I'm starting to think it would look a lot cooler if it was part of a collection rather than just a standalone piece. So I think my plan is to now get at least the ones I had as a kid and make a custom frame with a wooden grid and glass sides so I can display not... Fucking terrible burps back. You're gonna you're gonna be okay, man. I might throw up on my keyboard. Do it. Uh, <laughs> Do it and call it art. Oh, <laughs> do it or you're scared. Uh, a wooden grid with glass sides so I can display not just the insides but also the faces that usually adorn the outside of each playset as well. So basically, my question is this: Would you build a custom display for either a part or the entirety of your collection? What would it look like? Sorry for the rant. Don't apologize for the rant. That is yeah, a very smart it. question. It's a loaded question. With a bit of history, backstory. Here's my question to you for that. Flip that. My question, you. Are you getting two of each Mighty Max thing? Yeah, or are you just designing it in a way where like you can still see the outside from an angle? Yeah, I don't know. Or... I feel like... I guess probably not for the prototype one, because I think they're quite... Uh, Quite dear, quite expensive. Unless you got two, because you're a crazy person. I mean yeah. that in like the in like a. I'm That's the kind of collecting I understand. Um, but I, I think if you're going back to collect some of the other Mighty Max sets, you could probably do. Actually, it would probably be more advantageous to get two of each because yeah. you would have enough bits from both to complete one of them to be the open one, and then you leave the other one closed. No one's the wiser that there's no Mighty Max actually in the other one. Holy shit, you're right. Um, yeah, that's really cool. I, I love where you're going with it. It's it's the ultimate fandom. Building a, a special... A shrine. A shrine to your toys. Um, also, if I see any Mighty Max stuff and think of it, I'll DM you because Mighty Max is probably cheaper where I'm from. Um, so if I see yeah. any kicking around, I'll let you know. Uh, I guess my answer is yes, because I built my Warhammer shelf, which you guys, if you've seen any of the pictures that I posted in my Ultra Radical Toy Works thing of my painting, they're actually on a shelf that I made out of foam and painted up to be my Warhammer shelf. So I guess that's my answer. Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm just a standard shelf boy myself, but I like the idea of it. Um... I feel like the closest thing I'm going to do... I still haven't done it because I haven't picked out the right bell jar. 
Uh, but I need to get an encasement for the Chris Chan Sentinel Prime. Uh, That's probably the closest. Nice. I'm gonna, I mean, like, I have it nice and secured off to the side. Like, it's it's there. The, the Certificate of Authenticity is still there. Um, but, like, to hermetically seal it, I think, needs to happen. It needs to be preserved. Yeah. A little... Because I, 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 I made sure to not lose any of the, the Quickville fire dust. Yeah in the in the gunk of the toy <laughs> um so yeah if you built a custom display um what would it look like so i guess with my like it looks really cool by the way the battle zone yeah it does look sick it's um very iron maiden i feel like my warhammer shelf is probably gonna fill up sooner rather than later um because once you start spreading out units they take up a lot of real estate so i think the next thing i'll probably build is some sort of foam like it's that like pink insulating board stuff that you make shit out of. I'm probably yeah. next step is making one that fits perfectly into a detolf. That's some sort of textured base. So I can move some of the Warhammer stuff into its own detolf slot. But that's if I reorganize some stuff. But I don't think I'll be doing much in the way of building anything for my collection soon. But I do need mm -hmm. to finish the shelf that I'm working on. I need to put some wash on it and dry brush some spots for some highlights. But... Yeah. Cool. Nice. I like it. Good. Uncle Jason continues, what is your favorite strictly Canadian soft drink soda pop beverage? Um, I ad-libbed there a little bit. Please describe what it tastes like and why you like it. That's a tough one because I feel like we have more like candy bars and chocolate bars. Tastes are subjective. Ah. And, <laughs> and, and <laughs> chips that are different in Canada and yeah. and not so much soda pop. Like we just have all the same shit they have in the States. Yeah, true. For, uh... Like, unless we go like local, like we have a place here in oh, Phillips, Victoria yeah. called Phillips, which is a beer brewery, but they also have a soda works thing where they make like a cola, a cream soda, like an orange cream soda, a root, a root beer, beer and a um, ginger ale. A ginger ale, yeah. Uh, and the ginger ale is nice because it's like super gingery and like almost not quite spicy, but almost. It's more like a ginger beer compared to a ginger yeah. ale. Yeah, and their so their root beer is really can. nice because it has like a like a star anise sort of flavor to it. Um, yeah. their cream star anus star anus. Their orange cream soda fucking sucks, and if you drink it, you're the worst. Wow, um, fuck you. But okay. <laughs> I don't mind it, but all right. It just doesn't taste <laughs> like orange in any regard. Except for the fact that there's orange in it. It It is... There is orange on the label. Good enough for me. But you'd be hard-pressed to find orange <laughs> in it. And their, their cola is really good. So I guess yeah, those are all delicious. Um, but yeah, we have more, like, broadly across all of Canada, you will find candy bars and chips that are unique, yeah. but not, not really... Like, like, we don't have, like, a local like canadian only canada-wide soda is uh is a and w in the states i think it yeah is, it right? is yeah and that's weird and canada dry ginger ale is also in the states oh fuck okay yeah, yeah i'm yeah maybe phillips then uh there is a pop that i love but it's not canadian it's also banned in canada but it's from the highlands of scotland it's called iron brew no they sell it at uh, my local grosh well, it's well. Here, here's the thing. There's a Canadian version, and then there's like a real version. Ah. Uh, there uh, for the longest time it was banned because of like, 
uh, like the levels of strychnine or something in it, or there's like antifreeze or something. Oh, there's a down the rabbit hole about it. Um, is there actually? Shout out to no, no, there isn't. Oh. He, he did. They did one on um, on uh, the like the Austrian ice wine that had fucking antifreeze in it. Ooh. I watched that today, so it's right in my mind. It's good. It was good. Check it out if you got half an hour, which you fucking do. It's quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Iron Brew. The way that I my brain makes it taste is it's like if uh, a, a cream soda and a red bull had a baby and you drink that baby you know why it was probably banned in canada i think it was the uh, i think it was the quinine or the quinine or the canada had like a weird rule against energy drinks for a long time yeah but for a while the regular stuff was fine mm and then it was banned. It was there's something about like I think like one of the ingredients might be carcinogenic or like oh, there's too much of of quinine or quinine in it um, because our tonic waters uh, they have to have a a quinine um, extract. You can't have like actual quinine. Or it's like quinine flavoring only. You can't have, like, the real shit in it. What the fuck is quinine? It's, a, uh, I don't know, it's like a mineral or something. Hmm. It, it's, it's gross, but I love it. People are, people it's, are it's getting really energy bitter. from licking rocks. Yeah, it's, it's super bitter. Mm. It's really fucking gross. But I love it. It tastes so good. <laughs> um, Noah, how do you take your coffee? Oh, also loaded question. How do you take your coffee? <laughs> Uh, just black. You just do black. Uh, so for me, weekdays I usually do it just black. Uh, however, weekends that's when I have my candy coffee. I say that in air quotes, where I'll put like a a, a teaspoon or two of sugar in and some cream. Hmm. Yeah, just to, sweet treat just to change the flavor it up. Yeah, just a little bit. But I, I usually like when I get to work, I I fire up the pot as well and. Just make a black coffee and slam that back in the morning. Hot. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, or when I'm visiting our good boy Pep, he makes me some tasty, tasty Bodum black coffee. Mm-hmm. And I drink that tasty, tasty Bodum black coffee. Yeah, boy. It's very good. Uh, Empty Orchestra, which Tarantino movie is the better Western, Django or The Hateful Eight? Ooh. Um... I feel like Django is a better movie, but I feel like Hateful Eight maybe is a, a better air quotes better Western. Western. A best Western. But I don't know. I just think overall Django is a more interesting story um, and it feels more like a Tarantino flick. Mm. And I don't know. I The first time I saw Django, I was like kind of lukewarm on it. And then I okay. saw it again, and I was like, that's actually, like, really well done. Like, I feel now like the first time I watched it, the Tarantino-isms in it were a little jarring for me. And I was just like, come on, buddy. But, <laughs> I don't know. And then I saw Hateful Eight, and the scene where Samuel L. Jackson makes someone suck his dick. And I'm like, this is awful. I don't like this at <laughs> all. Please stop being a mouth rapist. Like, I'm not into this Tarantino. Um, but I do find it hilarious that um, Kurt Russell smashed, like, a historic, like, guitar by accident. Like, that's fucking hilarious. 
Yeah, that, oh my god. Yeah, that was a thing that happened, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yikes. Yikes to that. Yeah, I, d I feel like just Django was a more interesting movie and Hateful Eight was just kind of boring, so. Okay. I'm, I'm more team Django. They're both both watchable flicks, though, I guess. Uh, I haven't seen Hateful Eight yet. Oh, there's a scene in which Sam Jackson forces someone to suck his donger. Yeah, I, I knew about that. That that was a that wasn't like a surprise for me. I I heard about that scene, mm. and then I heard about the uh, the um, the guitar happening. The guitar happening. So it's like, oh okay, I'm prepared. I know what's up. It's Sam it's Sam Jackson's donger. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Terrible joke. Terrible joke. All right, Vladbad has the final say. Haven't posted here in a while. Just wanted to say thanks for putting out the podcast. It's been a bright spot amongst all these, all the craziness. Um, yeah, thank you, man. This is why we do it. Yeah, uh, so you have it. something to listen to. Um, also, I recently got into Acid Rain, and I'm curious to hear nice. what you guys think of some of the more recent designs. I enjoyed watching the at Peppercino video. <clears throat> I'm sorry about that burp. Am I going to leave it in? Who knows? Uh, Who knows? There's two. Three? No, it was a burp that led into a hiccup. There we go. Um, a hiccup. I enjoyed watching the Peppercino video he did on the figures a ways back. Thank you for the nice things you said. We appreciate that. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm glad that you're you're listening. Um, it's uh, it, it's I mean, it's good for us too. It keeps us kind of sane as yeah, well. Absolutely. So. It's a it's a be mutually beneficial thing. Uh, we're just glad that we're, we're we're helping each other out, which is awesome. We're here to provide semi premium content. Uh, I look. I I actually saw this earlier today. Um, got to give that a heart. Um, and oh, nice. uh, I took a look at some of the more recent Acid Rain World stuff because I hadn't really been paying attention. And it's cool. They're doing a lot of like like designs that double so like they've always made cool robots that hold guns and shoot but they're making yeah. ones that sort of have like a dog mode like a Ooh, so cool. like you can kind of air quotes transform them a little bit um i love acid rain world if the price point wasn't as high as it is and my canadian dollar didn't blow as many goats as it does i probably would be more inclined to to make purchases but at this point i'm just like i just look from afar and think man those are dope uh, I feel kind of the same way, except I, so, did I buy all of your Acid Rain guys? Yeah, I think you bought all my Acid Rain guys. Okay, cool. So I have all those ones in the video. <laughs> yeah, those are all Tony's toys now. <laughs> yes, I win. Um, I like their stuff, but kind of the same thing where it was just like, oh, fuck, they're, they're great, but they are so fancy um, yeah they weren't especially right now yeah like, they weren't so bad when like our dollar didn't suck balls but yeah and like there was a while where where diamond was like yeah we, we'll distribute these why the fuck not and then they just never showed up so that kind of like kind of put another fucking knife hole into the heart that's already been bleeding out um so extreme yeah you know how it is you know how i am about that's real graves era misfits of you yeah um <laughs> so like but like i've seen i think i saw a stronghold at ages for like an okay price so i'm like ah, maybe i feel like it'd be kind of cool to have one of the bigger chonky boys 
and like your mini squad, like your four guys, and then you're you're good. That's fine for me. Uh, I still love that scale. Like I'm still loving the the four inch dudes, and they are amazing toys. Like don't get me wrong, I'm super into them. It's like everything I loved about GI Joe and Three A mm-hmm. just smashed together. Uh, but more at the three A price point. So I, I I gotta look at the new stuff, but also I'm afraid to look at the new stuff because that's expensive. Yeah. And shipping now kind of sucks. Yeah. Because I think uh, Acid Rain is built based out of Hong Kong, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, they I think they're they can't fly out stuff everything is like ground and sea only yeah i know i know japan pulled the plug on any shipping to america right now yeah um but yeah i don't know there's a lot of weird shipping stuff going on so yeah it's a it's a weird one i yeah man everything this is fucking weird dude like i ordered something from japan a couple weeks back it showed up like, at a decent time. I EMS'd it as well. I was like, you know what? If I order this, because it was on the, the previously owned section of AmiAmi, which means it was still flawless, I was like, okay, I can get it for this much, and I'll pay EMS, whatever it'll be. It'll probably be 20 bucks for EMS, or 25 Um, It'll still be, like, 70 bucks cheaper than the cheapest one on eBay. So I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Um, and then it showed up super quick which was awesome and then i ordered something from canada off of ebay something that was just out in ontario and that took like almost two weeks so the thing i ordered from japan after ordering that thing on ebay came quicker uh and then i had shit that i ordered from uh, amazon that was like it'll come next month fuck you to i guess it's all coming today welcome shit lord yeah i feel like i feel like amazon has like this big post about how like it's like COVID nineteen, shit's gonna take a month to get to you, but then like because we live so close to where the Amazon distribution center is, like it yeah. just shows up like it's normal. Yeah, it, it's kind of more like a it'll show up when it shows up. Mm-hmm. Thanks for paying for Prime. Watch the boys. Like <laughs> yeah, totally. Well. Thanks for all your questions. Again, thanks, Gladbad, for your very nice comment. Yeah, that was um, super sweet of you, man. Yeah, you. We, we, we dig acid rain, but uh, we can't partake. Yeah, we can't uh, can't give in to that acid pain. Oh, shoot. Um, wallet? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, thanks to everybody who said nice things. Um, thanks to everybody for listening. I hope you guys are staying safe and all that good stuff. Staying inside, cleaning your toy shelves, uh, taking care of business if you got to take care of business. Um, was there anything you want to say to the people, Tony, before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, another thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. Stay safe. Uh, don't slap people in public. It's probably probably technically assault. Um, but if you enjoyed this episode, <laughs> like our good boy Vladbad did, please. Uh! <laughs> We're so burpy. It really hurts. Oh, God. I want it. I want it. Um, um if, if you like this episode, burp society. Yeah. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, share us with whoever else you might think would like this. We are even more shareable on Spotify 
So please listen to us on Spotify. I, I just like the idea of being on Spotify. Uh, if you want to hang out with us, our Discord is easily available to get into if you're not in there already. Uh, we're still getting newer members here and there, which is pretty cool. I'm playing around with the idea of starting another board of uh, just, just bonkle stuff. So if you want to talk about dead Lego toy lines, might be the place to do it. Uh, if you want to chat with us on Twitter, our Twitters are Ultra Radical Toy which is Logan, and I am Tony Velocity. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. All right, and remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad... Tr- did I say notoriously weird? I think I did. You said notori- Did you? I don't know. I'm going to redo that. All right, hit it again. And remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. See ya. I think you said it okay, but I'm. I just want you. This to is the longest together. episode ever. It's a special now.